It's not easy being a mom. We have so many things we have to do, and our payment is in hugs, slobber kisses, and poopy diapers. Is it worth it? Oh, so worth it. I have seven tips for you today to help make things a little easier and take one often burdensome thing off your plate. Sometimes getting dinner on the table plagues our mind all day and we have nothing planned. Or we completely forget that we need to make dinner and it turns into a scramble to find some boxed dinner from the pantry or return to takeout just to get some food in our family's bellies. These seven tips will help you have dinner on the table every night and you won't even have to give any extra thought to it throughout the week. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you and your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families. Diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life. I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I am here to share that with you. Wherever you are starting from, If you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cold coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in. Take a deep dive to find out what you truly need to restore peace in your home, learn new systems, organization, and processes to help you work through your busy day without feeling overwhelmed and stressed, and be able to tackle that to-do list all while doing what you love and creating positive, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. Book your coaching session with me today and we can work through it. And don't forget to check out the website linked in the show notes for an opportunity to donate to a family in need this holiday season. Do you wake up in the morning thinking, what am I going to do for dinner? Do I have anything in the fridge? What can I put together? Or are you the one who's scrambling last minute? It's five o'clock and everybody is screaming because they're so hungry and you have no idea what you're going to make. These seven tips are going to help you avoid all of that. I put tip one as number one because I wanted to start off letting you know it's not going to be perfect. It never is. Tip number one is to give yourself grace. Don't expect everything to go smoothly every time. It's not. It's just real life. You've got kids. You've got a husband. You've got extracurricular activities. You may have some animals. There's lots of things going on. You might be a working mom and you have to work late one night. Or if you work from home, some random emergency happened and you had to go take care of it. There's always things that come up. 
But these tips can help you work around those things. And giving yourself grace is going to make it a lot easier. So tip number two is to make some menu cards. If you have a big chunk of time, sure, sit down and make them all at once. But what worked for me when I started the system was every night when I made a meal that I knew my family liked and it worked well, I made a menu card for it and I slowly accumulated them. And if I had a little extra time and I knew some meals that we make on a regular basis, then I would sit down and I make a few extra menu cards and stick in the box. So take a meal that your family loves and make it that night. As you're making it, just write down on the menu card the ingredients you need, how much of it you use, and then the recipe, how you make it. And then get a little box and stick the recipe card in there. And you've already got it started. Then the next night, do the same thing. And after one week, you will have a week's worth of meals. Then the next week, you can do the same thing. Use those seven meals, but take one meal out and add in a new meal. And do the menu card for that one. And as the weeks go, eventually you'll have several different weeks worth of meals in your menu card box. Now you're probably going to have some of the same meals on rotation each week. It just makes it easy. And that is my recommendation. If you have some of the same meals, you can just rotate through each week your go-to family meals and then add in something new every week or so to give a little variety. All right, so you have all these menu cards. What do you do with them? Are they just going to be sitting in the box? No. Have a menu board. Tip three, make a menu board. Now there's some on Amazon you can purchase. What I did was I went to Hobby Lobby because I love Hobby Lobby and I got a chalkboard that I liked the style of, and I just used a chalk pen, and I wrote menu on it, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I made little magnets, nothing fancy. I got already cute little tiles that are some of my favorite colors and designs and attached it to a magnet on the back. I'm not super crafty, so I made it very simple, and it was a lot cheaper than ordering it off of Amazon. I'll add a picture of my menu board up on the website so that way you can see what I did just to give you an idea. My menu cards are nothing fancy. Maybe someday I'll have some special menu cards typed and printed up. I don't know. But right now it's just cute little cards and I sloppily wrote on them because I did it while I was cooking. So it's nothing fancy. You don't have to be fancy. Just make it look nice so you don't dread looking at it when you go in your kitchen because I would recommend finding a spot in your kitchen or dining room depending on how your house is set up somewhere that you're looking at it constantly so it's right there and then you can send your kids or your husband when they're asking you what's for dinner you don't have to constantly be answering that question we all know it's not the most fun question to answer constantly all day long what's for dinner what's for dinner say oh go look at the menu board i have the menu card up there all right so you're giving yourself grace because you know this is not going to go perfectly every single day you've made your menu cards you've gotten your menu board and you found the perfect spot to hang it up so what do you do next tip four is to plan your meals out for the week i usually do this on a monday morning I like to reserve Sundays for family, church, and usually in the evening, my husband and I all spend a little bit of time together after we clean up from dinner and the kids are all in bed. So I don't like to do much to prepare for the week on Sundays. I prefer to do it on Monday morning. That may not be ideal for all of you. You'll find the time that works best for you. But for me, it's Monday morning. I sit down. 
It's usually before the kids are awake. Instead of doing my power hour of work, I'll sit down and I'll plan and get everything ready for the week. So this goes right along with planning out your week. So look at your schedule and see what you have planned for each afternoon and evening. That way you can plan accordingly with your meals. So if it's going to be a day that you are out and about all day right up until dinner time, that should be a day that you have a crockpot meal planned. Or maybe that's the one day you do leftovers or a day that you plan for takeout. So as you're looking over your schedule, pull out your crockpot meals for the days that you're not going to have time to sit and prep and actually cook dinner. So you have your crockpot meals pulled out. And then I always have a leftover card that I pull out and one day a week we do leftovers. I also have a dinner out card. So some weeks we will do dinner out. And so I'll put that card on the menu board. So sit down, pull out those crockpot meals, the dinner out card, and the leftover card. And if you're going to be doing leftovers or dinner out, put that up on the day that it's supposed to be. And then you put your crockpot meals up on the days that you are going to be too busy to be able to sit and cook dinner. And then step back, take a look at your menu board, and see what days are left. Now what do you have going on those days? Do you have time to get in the kitchen and cook? So pick one of your family's favorite meals for those days. And then you should have all seven days planned out. Each meal will go according to what your schedule is for that day. So that way you know you're going to have time to get in there and cook. All right, so you have your meals planned out. You've got your menu cards up on your menu board and you're all set for the following week. Now you need to plan your shopping list. Now this should be pretty easy because you have all the ingredients that you need on each menu card. You take a look at your menu cards, take a look at your pantry and refrigerator, see what you already have. So that way you're not buying double and write out what you need to get. And then you can go through and think about breakfasts and lunches. I have all of my regulars that we go to for breakfast and lunch. So it's usually just a quick go-to. I just see what we have and what we need. I don't actually have to plan out because it's the same thing every week. So you get your grocery list written out and you take a shopping trip. Make sure your pantry and your refrigerator are stocked with all of your go-tos and everything that you need for the entire week's meals. And you don't have to go to the grocery store again. You only have to go once. Unless you want something random, then you can swing by the grocery store. But you don't have to. Doesn't that feel so good? Grocery shopping is my nemesis. I despise it. I really don't like it especially having a newborn and a toddler and then older kids. There's so many different things to shop for. And then Jane just hates sitting in the shopping cart. He got shocked one time when we were at the grocery store. And now every time he sits in the shopping cart, he thinks he's going to get shocked. So he just screams and cries. And I'm sure we'll get over it. It's a season, but it just makes it so much more difficult. And it's not fun. It's really not fun. So I try to do it as little as possible. And doing this system makes it so simple, so easy. And I can just swing through the grocery store and it's a super quick trip because I have everything written down. I know exactly what I need and then I'm done. All right. So you are all stocked in your kitchen for the food for the week. Now, how do you actually implement this? How do you make sure you have everything prepared and ready without having to think through it all day long. Well, tip six is to take the meat out of the freezer before. Now you can make this mean whatever you want it to mean. I have freezers stocked of meat, so I don't actually go and buy the fresh meat because it's already in our freezer at home. So this saves us a lot of money and it saves me a lot of time. So the night before, I'll take the meat out of the freezer so it can be thawed or that morning of and have it running under cool water, which is the safest way to thaw meat. 
So you can take it out the night before, have it in the refrigerator, so that way it can start thawing. Or that morning, have it continuously running under cool water. That way it doesn't begin to grow harmful bacteria, because if it's running under cool water, it will still thaw, but it doesn't get to that dangerous temperature. So if you are thawing meat, make sure you're doing it safely. Let's say you have fresh meat and you buy meat every week when you're doing your grocery shopping trip. Maybe this is preparing something or making sure you have what you need or just thinking through what that meal is for the next day and have it all ready. So that way you're not digging around the pantry or the refrigerator to find what you need to make the meal. So if you just get everything ready all in one spot, then it's quick and easy. You've got it all there ready to go. Last but definitely not least, tip seven is have your kids help you cook. I am a big advocate for bringing the kids along with you, whatever you're doing, especially as a homeschool mom. That's one of the big places they learn. That's one of the places like right now we're working on fractions and that's how Georgia is learning fractions in the kitchen, measuring things out. And it just makes it more fun. Kids are learning. They learn how to cook. They learn some very important life skills, but it's also fun. You're doing it together. So bring them alongside you to cook. And one awesome thing that this does is if you have a picky eater and they're in there helping you cook the meal, they're more likely to eat it. Keep that in mind. If they cook it, they'll usually eat it a little bit easier. This helps you in so many ways, and it gives you a good bonding time with your kids. So bring them in the kitchen with you, have them help you cook the meal. You've got the menu card, so if you have a kid who's learning to read, they can help you with reading the menu card and tell you what you need and what you need to do next and the next steps. And another way they can help you is when you're planning out the meals for the week, it's really fun for them to be able to have some input. So tell them, I need a crockpot meal. What's one of the crockpot meals that you would like for the week? And they can help you find that menu card and put it up on the board for that day. So there's lots of ways in the system to bring your kids along with you. So I plan most of my meals out during Monday morning when the kids are still sleeping, but Georgia is usually awake during that time. And so she'll help me and have some input into the meals. Usually the older kids aren't awake yet. So before I'm planning the meals, like the day before I'll ask, Katie, hey, is there anything specific you want for the week? So that way they can have some input in the meals as well. It brings everybody along in the system and they can learn how to do it too. Because how cool would it be to teach our kids how to do this now when they're young? So they're not trying to figure out how to do it when they're older, like all of us had to do. It sets them up for success in their families when they get to that point. And that's our job as parents. Set our kids up for success. Teach them how to live life the way God has meant them to live, but also how to make it easier. We don't want them to have to learn the difficult way. If we've already learned it, why not teach it to them too? And this is one of the easiest things to implement in your home to alleviate stress. And it takes one big thing off of your mind because oftentimes we're waking up in the morning thinking, what are we going to do for dinner? And it's on your mind the entire day doing this system, you don't even have to think about it until it's time for dinner because it's already there. It's already planned out. It's already done. So imagine the brain space you can free up if you're doing this. I guarantee you that if you implement the system in your home, you are going to be amazed at the changes that it makes. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.